Hi, I'm Paul Germain, and welcome to this session of Smart Boating. This podcast today is going to focus on some of the weather that we get in this area in the fall season, the severe weather, hurricanes, tropical storms, that sort of thing, and some points to keep in mind uh, to protect your boat. To help me with this topic is Brian Pike, who is the harbor master at Manchester by the Sea. Welcome, Brian. Good morning, Paul. Brian, this is a pretty important topic, especially now we're in the fall season Indeed with the it storms. Is. So they, they show up on the radar screen, if you will, in a variety of ways. But what's your advice in terms of uh, what boaters should use as a tool to keep track of the storms that are headed in this direction? Well, we all know there are a lot of different tools and apps uh, out there to help us track and follow the weather. I'm a fan of the National Weather Service. Mm -hmm. Most of the other weather applications that you uh, come across, find, use, are based off the National Weather Service oh, they models. Are. Okay, yes. all right. So that's the solid foundation from which all the other ones are built. Yes, indeed. Yeah, all right. So that's a good one. And of course, you publish some information via the waterline when you see something imminent for this area. Right? I do. We have a, a storm plan that we implement mm -hmm. uh, th that's circulated to the boaters to let the boaters know what steps the town is going to take to protect our infrastructure and what we expect of the boaters uh, in some of the different areas uh, to do their boats. Right, right. Okay, so those are two good tools, the National Weather Service and your, the, uh, the information that you provide. Um, how, uh, maybe you can clarify something. So I think there's uh, perhaps a misconception on the part of many boaters that, that uh, basically when a big storm comes along, they can, they can basically depart the scene, for lack of a better term, leave, not really get involved. That's not usually the case, is it? No, no. Uh, your boat's your property. Uh, you have some responsibility. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't take action and perform those responsibilities, you're actually putting other people uh, people's boats and property at risk, and you know your insurance company might not like that very much. <laughs> that's right. So that's a good point. So, so people do indeed have responsibility, and that's mm -hmm. to take some prudent action, if you will. Correct. Well, let's talk about some of the components of severe weather, tropical storm, hurricane. One that comes to mind right away, and uh, even so today, is uh, wind damage, mm -hmm. and 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 this different uh, parts of the system that can be tested. Uh, but primar primarily the, the tackle, the mooring mm -hmm. tackle that you have, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Your, your mooring needs to be in, in good condition. Typically, uh, you've been on it for the whole summer. Your mooring service provider, hopefully you have one, right. is maintaining and watching your tackle and making sure in the spring when they're, they're getting it ready for you to use mm -hmm. that it will be sufficient to hold your vessel come fall storm season. Yes, yes. So, so they're inspecting it and they're... They're making a judgment call on, on the scope, how much scope that you need to mm -hmm. have on there to uh, deal with any anticipated storm mm -hmm. surges, mm -hmm. and uh, probably to give you some input on chafing, you know, mm -hmm. chafing gear and that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you can always look to your mooring service provider for that kind of advice or direction, but mm -hmm. they also are watching those pieces that you can't see, the parts that are always right. in the water, right. making sure that those... Uh, for example, the chain yes. hasn't deteriorated to a uh, problematic stage. Yes, yes, which is easily easy to happen unobserved. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So you've got the wind, and then you've got uh, you got water in two different ways. You get the surge, mm -hmm. the uh, addition to the high tide, mm -hmm. if you will, mm -hmm. and you've got the rainfall. 
um, the surge comes back to the topic of scope and making sure you've got enough line Correct. there mm -hmm. to have a sufficient scope in the event of the surge. How about the rainwater? What what should boat owners bear in mind in terms of reducing the impact of that? Well, uh, first of all, making sure that there aren't any leaks in your deck that allow water to get below your deck and mm -hmm. into your bilge and uh, put your boat in a sinking state. Right. Uh, now, when we think about water in our bilge, we also want to think about bilge pumps, yes. dewatering uh, pumps, yes. and the batteries that make them run. Yes. Uh, this time of year, uh, as we get into October, boating is slowing down. People aren't out as much. Batteries don't get charged up as much. Right. And the uh, frequency of vo boats that sink because of failed bilge pumps actually increases. Oh, yeah. So batteries, uh, bilge pumps, Make sure they're still in good shape. Can your deck clear water? Do you have scuppers? Right. Make uh, sure you're clear past scuppers, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, making sure your scuppers are clear and uh, can shed the water appropriately off your deck so it doesn't build up and put your boat in a sinking state. Right. These are important points. Mm. Um, how about, uh, let's say someone, a boater says, okay, I've, I've, I've prepared, using some of the highlights shared here today. Uh, and I think I'll uh, I'll inspect the boat during midstorm. I'll either I'll either row out there. I'll get my little outboard skiff and go out and do a check in the middle of the storm. What's your advice in that area? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. There's absolutely no need if you've taken all the appropriate steps mm -hmm. to prepare your vessel for the storm. Uh, then stay ashore, mm -hmm. uh, stay warm and dry. Uh, call your insurance company. I was just going to ask yeah. you about that. Where do they fit into this picture? So your insurance company plays a key role, and, and they actually will have an opinion sometimes on what they want you to do with the vessel. Mm -hmm. If we have a named storm coming, yes, uh, your insurance company may actually pay for you to have that boat hauled out of the water and stored on land. Okay. So be in contact with your insurance company mm -hmm. and know what their preference is because uh, that can save you money down the road. And, and, and certainly increase your peace of mind too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Right. Um, one last question on this particular topic. The authorities are very active during a, a high, high wind, uh, tropical storm, hurricane, yourself, the local police department, the Coast Guard, uh, environmental police, a lot of people really hop into gear in a situation like that. How can the boater support the efforts mm -hmm. of authorities, whether it's before, uh, during, or after a storm? Starts on uh, June 1st, or the day you launch your boat, mm -hmm. uh, paying attention to the weather mm -hmm. at all times, every mm -hmm. single day, yep. until the day your boat comes out of the harbor. Mm -hmm. uh, following direction, uh, if a storm plan is initiated in your harbor, mm -hmm. follow the, the directions and the steps and uh, prepare your boat. Do all those things that you would we just talked about for your, your insurance company. Yep. Those are the same things we're looking for in the public safety uh, sector. And don't go out to your boat. Don't go out. Don't okay. go out to your boat. But if you see something, if you're on the shore or near the harbor, you see something, something amiss, a dock's come loose, mm -hmm. a boat's come loose, something like phone, contact your local harbor Absolutely. master and let them know. Because they mm -hmm. may not know. There's a lot of stuff going on. That Absolutely. At bare minimum, you can call 911 and your local dispatcher for the police department will reach out to your harbor master. Okay, all right, good advice. Well, thank you for joining me this morning. It's my pleasure, Paul. And thank you uh, for tuning in to this, this segment of Smart Boating. Uh, 
If you'd like to learn more, we have uh, some videos at uh, www.smartboatingus.com. Thank you.